What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Thursday, May 6th. Spring football is in the air. College baseball, AAA baseball, and Major League Baseball is all in the air. It's one of the greatest times of the year. I know I say that every season, but how could you not get excited for spring football and college baseball and AAA baseball? Today's podcast, we're going to be joined by head coach Charles Huff of the Marshall Thundering Herd. And I tell you what, if you listen to this interview and you're not ready to run through a brick wall and suit up yourself and get ready for a little college football and Marshall football action, I don't know what will. Because this, I tell you what, Coach Huff is one of the most exciting coaches in all of college football. And his energy and his level of just excitement for Marshall football and the future of the Marshall football program is so contagious. And it really, really shows in this interview that I did with them. And I know that each one of you will enjoy it, especially you Marshall fans, as you guys get ready for a brand new era of Marshall football. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Like and follow the Facebook and Instagram pages at The Mitch Davis Show and also TheMitchDavisShow.com for all your article needs, your podcast needs. You can find all of that at TheMitchDavisShow.com. Again, I'm your host, Mitch Davis. Follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight. And at this time, I would like to welcome Coach Huff to The Mitch Davis Show as, as he joins me to talk all things Marshall football and also a little story here and there about his time at Alabama under Nick Saban and at Penn State under James Franklin. At this time, I would like to welcome Coach Huff to the Mitch Davis Show. I am joined now by Coach Huff of the Marshall Thundering Herd, his first head coaching job. He used to be, the past two years, associate head coach and running backs coach at the University of Alabama. He's been in Mississippi State, 17 years of experience at both the NFL college level and even coach at Penn State. Coach, how are you doing today? Welcome to the podcast. Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Obviously, um, this is an honor for me um, because I get an opportunity to, one, share a little bit of time with you and talk about our program. And and obviously, we, we got a lot here that, that is going for us that is really good that you know a lot of people know about. Um, but I want to make sure we, we get the word spread and, and we really get to show uh, what Marshall has to offer and, and how um, good of a program and city uh, we have here in Huntington. Coach, every time I talk to a Marshall uh, graduate, and I, I told you about my youth pastor coming into this thing, you know, we were talking about guys that you've coached, Najee Harris, Saquon Bartley, uh, Kylan Hill. I mean, these guys are NFL guys, and, and the Marshall fan base is excited Coach, talk about the recruiting process now that you're at Marshall, now that you're the head coach. What is that recruiting process like? Yeah, I, I think wherever you are, uh, whether it be big college, small college, um, SEC, Big Ten, MAC, whatever the level you're at, I think recruiting ultimately goes back to two things. One, um, evaluation of film. You, you got to be able to evaluate. When I say film, Obviously, you know, your in-person evaluations, camp and going to games and practices, all that matters. Um, you you got to be able to evaluate um, the type of players on and off the field. 
um, that you that you want in your program uh, that fit your your model or fit your team that fit your um, your, your community, whatever it may be. Um, and then the second part of that is uh, building relationships. I think you got to be very intentional about being relational. Um, you got to develop a unbreakable relationship with that young man. You got to develop an unbreakable relationship with that support system. Um, you really have to uh, make the young man and his support system family um, feel that, you know, he's making the best choice for him. Um, and that comes from, you know, being very genuine, um, being very honest um, and, and, and being very uh, transparent with, with, with your vision for the young man and what he's able to accomplish on and off the field at your program. Now, jumping over to your team, you guys had a successful spring season, everything I could read and watch on YouTube. You guys look like you look pretty good in the spring football. Coach, talk about spring football. Who stood out to you on this team and what can uh, Marshall fans expect in the fall? Yeah, uh, spring was good for us. Uh, we, we got a chance to lay a little bit of foundation. Um, we, we weren't as, as, as great as, as I would have uh, liked to be. I don't know if we'll ever get to that point. Um, but we, we made some strides. Uh, we, we know everything was new for these guys. So uh, on top of playing the game of football, they were learning how to practice, how to conduct themselves, how to compete, how to be consistent, how to execute. Um, so you, you got a chance to see some guys grow. And, and the biggest thing for me was when I came in, I didn't watch any film from the year before. Um, so I didn't want to have any preconceived knowledge or notions on what guys could be or what they were last year. And I told the guys that. So they had an opportunity to clearly write their own script. Um, and what you saw was as spring went on, you had guys who really competed. You know, I think our quarterback, uh, Grant Wells, took some strides in the right direction. You know, um, some of our wideouts really um, elevated their game from a competition and execution level um, and being consistent. You know, um, Talit Keaton, you know, is one who stands out and, and uh, who did some really good, good things. Corey Gamage, you know, Shadid Ahmed was probably – uh, the one that took the most growth, who, who was a young man who didn't play a lot last year, um, but has a lot of raw talent, you know, defensively, you know, as a unit, I thought our D-line um, really over the course of spring continued to get better. Uh, we've got a lot of leadership in our linebacker group, you know, Eli Neal, Brian Cavacante, you know, Bo Plan, Charlie Gray, those guys that have played a lot of football here and have a good knowledge. Um, our secondary um, it is probably as veteran as, as, as a group we have on the defense. You know, Stephen Gilmore, um, you know, did, did some really good things. You know, Brandon Drayton did some really good things. Our, our leader on defense, Nas Johnson, um, had some really good moments. So it was a big opportunity for our guys not only to show a new coaching staff who they were on and off the field, but for them to have an opportunity to learn a new way. And, and that doesn't mean that the old way was right or wrong or the old way was bad or broken, but it, it showed them that, hey, there is a new way. There is a new um, kind of vibe. There's a new expectation that is set. And I think for the most part, I think our entire team took a positive step. Coach, i got to ask you about your style of play because in the press conference you were talking about an up-tempo but also a pro style where they're going to drop back to the drop-back pass. Coach, talk about your style of play and what Marshall fans can get excited about heading into the season. 
Yeah, I, and I'm I'm always uh, mindful. You know, you you'll never hear me talk about you know how many points we're going to score, how many games we're going to win, or how many shutouts we're going to have. You, you're always going to hear me talk about just the philosophy and what we're trying to get accomplished. You know, every time we touch the field, you know, we're, we're going to be we're going to be as consistent as possible in our execution. Um, we're going to try to be as disciplined as possible in our responsibilities um, offensively. Uh, we're going to try to stretch the field and you know in both ways horizontally and vertically. Um, I think in order to do that, you got to have a, a a kind of an attack mentality if you're trying to push the ball down the field in the passing game. And then the run game has got to complement your passing, your play action game because they, they go hand in hand together. Um, you know, obviously this is a game of football. You got to be able to run the ball effectively to win. Um, so we'll we'll be able to focus on doing that. Um, but I, I think you can push the ball down the field a little bit more in today's game with a combination of the RPOs and the play action pass um, off of the running game. You know, defensively, um, you know, I, I'm a pressure mindset coach. I, I like to, to, to create pressure um, either by blitzing or, or by having the right personnel in the game to, to win their one on ones. Um, so we'll be a little more aggressive. Um, on defense, and they were in the past. Um, as far as is, is, is the amount of pressure we bring and the types of pressure we bring, and I'm not just talking zone pressure, man pressure. You know, I'm talking about moving D linemen around to get the best one-on-one matchup. You know, so we can win our one-on-ones. You know, I'm talking about playing guys in multiple positions in the back end, so we can put our best players in position to dominate their box. Um, so it'll be a little bit more um, complex from the visual eye, but it'd be very simplistic for the players and what we're asking them to do um, and put them in positions to do what they do well and give them a chance to be able to um, to execute and be consistent while doing it. Coach, before I ask you about your time at Alabama and Penn State, I got to ask you in your press conference, you were talking about the process, the process. When I was listening to it, I was like, man, this sounds like Nick Saban a bit. That sounds exactly what Nick Saban uh, talks about coach talk about the process and what the process means for you and your program now yeah I, I think the process is is a um, you know kind of day-to-day one play at a time focus um, a lot of times you know people or coaches or, or leaders or whatever talk about the end goal and the championship game and, and you know winning the big win or whatever it may be but ultimately in order to do those things you, you, you've got to fall in love with the process and that's the pathway to get to those, those goals. You know, what are we doing on a daily basis um, to out focus, out effort, out tough, out physical and out compete our opponent. And, and that's not something that you just do on Saturday. You know, it's something that you got to do every rep in practice. You know, we got to be able to play and practice for 60 minutes with a focus and intensity that our opponents can't match. And if we do that consistently enough, will be where we want to be at the end. Um, but if we start looking at, you know, down the road or, hey, you know, this game is really big or we can't wait till we get to the championship game or a bowl game or whatever it may be, then we're going to lose those steps on the way to get there. So when you talk about the process, I think it's about focusing on what's here now, what's in front of you, and mastering the little things that ultimately will take care of where you want to go as a program, as a player, as a coach, whatever it may be. Coach, uh, you worked under Nick Saban, who, well, I mean, let's just be honest, the greatest, possibly the greatest college football coach of all time. And you look at his success rate across college football and his coaching uh, tree that it reaches, extends across college football into the pros. Look at the success those guys have had. 
Coach, what have what did you take away from your time under Nick Saban, and how do you plan to implement that at uh, Marshall? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, um, and I think where a lot of people make the mistake um, is they try to just completely copy exactly what Coach Saban has done somewhere else. I mean, you can't do that. You you, you got to take pieces and you got to make it fit your puzzle. You know, so the biggest thing for me is the consistency and approach. I think, you know, you'll look at Coach Saban's, you know, record and wins, bowl game and championships and success. And, you know, it's, it's glaring. But I think the, the underlying tone to that, the surprising part that a lot of football coaches really admire, myself included, is the consistency over time. Um, any program, you know, can hit a hot streak and have a three or four year run. Any program can have a four or five year, you know, bold streak or success rate. But I think about the consistency over time of domination, what he's been able to do is what ultimately is, is the most impressive. And that's what um, I'm trying to replicate here is, is not, hey, do everything, say everything that Coach Saban did or taught me but to be able to put the right fundamental pieces in place so that we can have sustained success. You know, this program has had success in the past. There's been, you know, ups and downs. There's been championships. There's been good seasons. But when you look over time, they've just been missing that next step. So we're trying to build the right foundation so we can take that next step, close that gap, and have sustained success so we can consistently be um, – you know, dominant on the field. We can consistently be a winning program at a high level. We can consistently be a program that graduates our players, consistently be a program that gives our players opportunities beyond Marshall. So that's what we're trying to do here. And that would be the biggest thing that I'd say I'd take away from my time with Coach Saban is the consistency and approach, um, which ultimately equals consistency and performance. Coach, do you have a favorite memory from your time at Alabama? I know national champions, you guys won another bowl game, and, uh, of course, all the success you guys had. Do you have a favorite moment from that time at Alabama? Um, I, I would have to say, the, the obviously, winning the national championship. And winning the national championship, obviously, is, is um, a phenomenal feat in itself. But just the look on the players' eyes in the locker room, after that season, um, knowing all they went through, knowing all that college football went through from a pandemic standpoint, from a we're not playing to postpone games to testing two or three times a week to quarantine, to contact tracing, um, to just see the look in their eyes after that game of such a, an accomplishment as a group. Um, that, that, that was a, a really special moment for me as a coach. Um, you know, you coach your whole life and you just hope that you have an effect on your player's life in a positive manner. And and that was kind of the reward for me. Obviously, winning the national championship was great. But just seeing the players eyes, seeing the players smiles after such an accomplishment through an extremely tough season for them to persevere um, and, and still come out on top says a lot about, obviously, the program, Coach Saban and the players. Coach, I've got uh, three more little short questions for you. And I want the next question I have for you is, you know, obviously we went through a COVID year. You know, everybody's talking about the COVID year. It's, it was difficult. It was a difficult season for all. Coach, how confident are you that we're going to return back to a full stadium, per se, across the country? Well, they, I, I don't, my arms don't reach that high yeah. to, to get into the government, <laughs> CDC, and, 
and all of that. But but I do think, um, you know, this great nation has as many um, flaws as it may have or people may point out. I think the one thing this nation and our country um, has always been able to do is persevere and find a way. And I think uh, for the most part, our government is doing everything they can to try and find a way to quickly get us back to some type of normal. Um, and, and from everything that I can see, we're on a really good path. Obviously, we're not out of the woods. Um, we got to continue to do the right thing, follow protocols and, and, and be as safe as possible. But I think for the most part, we're, we're on a good path to give us a chance to have full stadiums and some type of normal um, normal football season that we all will, will recognize. Um, obviously, you know, we've got almost six months or three months or whatever it is for the time we play. Um, so there's a lot that can, you know, can change. But I think um, I think we're on the right path. Coach, uh, two more questions I have for you. And these are fun questions. You'll get to know your questions. Coach, uh, what is your tradition after a big win? Let's say Marshall goes out and wins a Conference USA championship this year. What are you doing after that game? Uh, we're probably going to have a staff meeting to figure <laughs> out what, what guys we're getting in on official visits the next the next weekend, or what's going to be our signing you know day process. Because again, in 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 falling in love with the process, the the gold or the end game is is just the beginning. It's not the end. Um, you know, so when you when you fully understand the picture, yeah, it's going to be a great moment for whatever happens, and you know, players will be thanked and players will be reminded of you know how much we appreciate their work. But um, the moment you take your foot off the gas in any field of endeavor, you're you're, you're allowing um, someone to catch up with you. So we will probably jump right back into um, you know what's the next step in recruiting and, and putting ourselves in the best position. To, to to continue success if, if that's our if that's our goal. Coach, obviously you've only been at Marshall for a couple months, but what does the program mean to you and also what does college football mean to you as a college football guy? Yeah, I, I think it's it's the purest form of, of, of athletics that we have right now. Um, you know, there, there's guys on multiple levels um, who are doing everything they can to chase their dream at the highest level. Um, and, and sometimes that gets lost in the, you know, in the fanfare and all that, um, that's on and off the field. You know, guys are, are maximizing their opportunities, changing their livelihoods for the duration of their life because of the game of football. You know, some of these young men may never um, have the opportunity financially resource wise to go to college and extend their um, their playing careers or extend their, you know, or enhance their post-college opportunities. And that's what college football allows these guys to do. It allows these guys to come in as young boys and then learn um, the proper maturation process to becoming young men. And hopefully it carries them on into their life with some, some cornerstone or pillars that they can stand on to help set their life for the next 40 years. Coach, he is. Coach Huff, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd. Good luck this season, Coach. Man, I really appreciate you. If there's anything we can do here in Huntington to help you, please let us know and go Herd. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight. Like and follow the Facebook and Instagram pages at The Mitch Davis Show. And also be sure you check out the website, at TheMitchDavisShow.com. A very special thank you to Coach Huff for coming on the podcast today to talk all things Marshall Thundering Herd.
football. I'll tell you what, folks, Marshall Thundering Herd is on the rise, and Coach Huff is ready to take them into the future and win a bunch of championships and build a program of pure college football excellence. And a very special thank you for him taking his time out of his busy schedule to come on the Mitch Davis Show to give us a preview of all the exciting things that are happening there in Huntington, West Virginia. Again, I've been your host, Mitch Davis. Be sure you follow me on Twitter at MitchDavis underscore eight, Facebook and Instagram by simply typing in The Mitch Davis Show, and also the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. Have a great weekend, folks. Enjoy it with your friends and your family. Enjoy some college baseball and even some college football if there's still spring games going on. Have a great one, folks. 